Um, Wayne, uh, can we talk about the last 24 hours and how you're, how you're feeling? I'm feeling great. You're not disappointed. I mean, you never ever you never ever guaranteed it was always going to be difficult for the Dolphins um, to to get the players, and you're still getting great players. I mean, you, you got a, an unbelievably um, good footballer in uh, the Hammer joining you next year, and obviously you're very open and transparent that you were going to try in 2024 to get the likes of Cameron Munster. He stayed at Melbourne. I don't think it's a blight on the Dolphins. I think he's happy where he is. But how disappointed were you? Um, no, I'm I'm okay. I, um, look, it was just such a, a drawn out, procrastinated situation. In the end, I never, I never had, any, I never had any confidence in the end. At the beginning, I did, but at the end, I didn't have any confidence that he'd be coming. So, yeah. Were you disappointed? Yeah, so I'm not. I don't. No, I'm not. I don't feel disappointed today. No, because I was. I prepared myself for it. I just. I just knew. Yeah, the conversations we had over the last couple of weeks, it was sort of you, you felt that you, you know that he wasn't. That was you obviously was. It was part of what you were thinking that you know potentially, hey, it's well, not going to happen. That's right. Everybody had their theories about it all and that, but my theory was that you know I've you know moved clubs a couple of times now in the last decade, which I thought I'd never do, but I have, and and I just know I know the process you, you go through, and I know. Um, and the process he was going through was never an indication to me late that it was going to come to the Dolphins. When these kind of things go down, and I, and I understand, I appreciate you being on this one. Do, do, does does Cameron does the player ring you, or is it the manager? How do you do you ever get notified personally, or it doesn't happen like uh, that? No, it's pretty ordinary stuff, mate. It's pretty ordinary stuff. Yeah, oh, that's the part I, I I understand about managers and all that, and there is a need for them, but. What I what I can't get and what I don't relate to and I struggle with is the fact that the players, all the tough conversations that have got to be had, are missing. You know, they they don't they don't ring you up and tell you they're not coming. They don't they don't have to make they don't make that phone call. That's a tough phone call, Ben. That's yep. a phone call none of us want to make. You know, but but if you want to be a man, then you got to you got to you got to behave like one. You know, and have have your manager ring up until you're not you're not coming. Yeah. Not, you know, and, and there have been the players that have rung you, Wayne, and said, listen, I'm not going to take the offer. And you respected them far more than when the manager Absolutely. rings to say, and, 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 and that's it. And, and, and that's probably that's a moment that disappoints you that when a, when a player does right. reject it, you, you, don't, you don't begrudge a player for staying. It's just how they conduct no, themselves at the end. I, I just think they miss out on a, a very important learning phase of their life how to say no and how to say no by you saying no. Personally, not having someone else carry a message for you. Now, as a little boy, I, I couldn't ask. I remember I got my mother to ring up my, my wonderful friend and I want to go to football. I want to go to football in Stanthorpe or Tenerfield. And I knew he'd be going. I, I didn't have the courage to ring him up and ask him, could I go? I'd get my mother and I hated myself for it. And I taught myself not to ask my mother anymore to do it. And, and, um, because I knew I should have been doing it if I was the one that wanted to go. And um, and, and it's tough, mate. It's tough telling someone you're not going to come when, when there's a lot of effort. And t- but that's 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 the price you've got to pay uh, so you can grow into being the man that you can, you know, you can be proud of. It, it disappointed you you didn't get the phone call yesterday? No, I didn't expect the phone call. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew I just knew I wouldn't get the phone call. I just knew that. 
So does that put the Dolphins – I don't think you're any worse off. I mean that in genuinely for next year. I, I know you've got a plan and you're going to – Well, that's right. He wasn't, he wasn't coming. He wasn't coming next year. Look, what, what has done has left us with a, a, lot, a lot of money in the salary cap, right, to go out and buy a quality player. And we will not spend that money until we get that player. So, you know, the opportunity's gone there. We'll, we'll go somewhere else and seek that player that we know we need. And um, most importantly, we won't waste the money. I'll play with one less next year to make sure we get the right player for 24. I don't, I'm not going to go out and spend that money now on somebody that's, um, we don't think can deliver what we need. Is it a diff- more difficult situation because, and I'm not in any way being critical of the NRL, but you only had 30% of the playing roster that you could try and sign. And then in that instance, not ev- all those players come off contract. So in essence, what you're doing is they're playing, every player is playing the Dolphins off against the club that they're already at. So it seems to be outside looking in that the Dolphins, and I know you'd never whinge, are at a disadvantage from the very beginning trying to get a roster together and trying to get a competitive roster. You can put players together, but I'm talking competitive roster um, for the next two or three years. Yeah, look, then the best way to sum all that up is this. You know, the, the NRL did the right thing by creating seven and ten. Okay, we all knew what the rules were coming in, and if we didn't like the rules, then we didn't have to have to, you know, make application to, to, to be admitted to the competition. The other sixteen teams don't want you. Okay, is that clear? But they, they don't want you because they're about their possession, about their little turf, bit of turf, and the seventeenth team for them is an inconvenience because they're going to lose a few more players. You know what the game has never done. And, and, I, and I don't believe it to be right. What they've never done is supported a new team coming in in terms of recruitment, whatever. Broncos, Gold Coast, when they first came, all of Newcastle, a whole lot have never been supported by the game with players. And I think, I honestly believe that the game should, as the AFL, or the or AFL yeah, does, you know, I think when, when the two new teams came in, Sydney and, and, and the Gold Coast, they had to, um, each, each club had to give up one or two players from their roster yep. um, to, 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 to make it more viable. But it's never happened in our game, so um, it's not going to happen now. So as I said, we knew the rules, we're just going to with life and do our best and prove them all wrong. That's, that'll, be, that'll be our challenge now, is, um, as I said, an, an understanding that 16 other clubs don't want us. You always wanted players that wanted to be at the Dolphins for the right reasons, and and you spoke with Cameron Munster a, a lot in the in the negotiations. But in the end, uh, do you sleep better that you know at least you've, you know, it's a bit like Kalen. They didn't come for the money. They 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 are not there for the right reason now. That you know every player that you've got is there because they want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I think there's two different situations. You can't put um, Cameron in the longer. Uh, they were different. You know, Cameron's a high-performing player, mate, week in and week out. Yeah. And that's... You don't question what he brings. No. But, but the bottom line is, you know, we've, we've missed out and we have to move on and we will. Yep. Not disappointed. You just... It's just life, I suppose, and it's a good lesson. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I just, I never, I never felt we had him. So, you know, you, which I'll probably tell them out at Charleville. <laughs> yeah. You have to, you have the tip of your disappointment sometimes. I don't get around doing sad every day because someone made a decision that, you know, um, 
I wish he hadn't have made. I wish he was coming to the Dolphins, but he's not. So let's get on with life. Um, and yep. the thing I've learned, you know, in, in the long term, in, as a player and as a coach, is that nobody's irreplaceable. So we'll, we'll find we'll find another player that can get the job done for us. Can I ask you this? Um, when you when you talk about you understand that the knockers will be out. Does that bother you? Like, you know, the hysteria, no, the, I'm being genuine, the hysteria that will go on in the next 24 to 48 hours about the Dolphins, does that at all spur you on to, to maybe prove them even more wrong? Or it, it, nothing any- spurs me on. Nothing spurs me on, Ben. I'm at, I'm at full operation capacity every day, okay, because I know, I, know, I know what the feeling is out there. I know what the, what, what the critics always say, okay? Man, I was told 45 years ago I couldn't coach and I wouldn't make it, okay? And that was by a highly respected journalist and a whole lot of other people when I was coaching the Brisbane competition. So you think one one bad night's going to affect me? No, it's not going to affect me at all. Appreciate your time, Wayne. Thank you. Right, See you. Cheers, mate.